Hi, I'm Emily Williams, the founder of the top success and personal development company for driven women called I Heart My Life. I grew my company from $442 to seven figures in my first 18 months. And since then, it's become a movement for women who know they're meant for something big and refuse to settle. At I Heart My Life, we operate with the belief that anything is possible and no dream is too big. We're all about combining business strategy, deep mindset work, high performance practices, money tips, and a whole lot of lifestyle to help you get the results you deserve in all areas of life. Because after all, we only get this one shot. This is your one-stop shop for all things inspiration. So grab your favorite drink and a pen and a notebook and get ready to be inspired. Oh, and if you're not a member of our community, go to iheartmylife.com slash join and receive all of our emails and announcements. And while you're at it, copy and paste this episode link and share it with three friends. Now on to the episode. This is episode 200, my top five lessons from 200 episodes of the I Heart My Life show. Now, I have to admit to everyone listening that I didn't realize 200 episodes was such a big deal. My podcast editor texted me a while back and she said, what are you going to be doing for the 200th episode? And I didn't really have any ideas. So we kind of brainstormed and she was going on and on about how this was a big deal and how I needed to celebrate this and how it was a major accomplishment. And until she said that, I didn't even think about it that way. And when I heard her say those words, my eyes actually welled up with tears because I realized I had forgotten to celebrate this milestone. I had forgotten to acknowledge it. I was, again, being hard on myself and forgetting how far I'd come. So today, I really want to honor the last 200 episodes and share some of my big takeaways from going through this process week after week. Now, this applies to those of you who have podcasts, but it also applies to those of you who maybe are starting a project or launching a business or something that requires you to be consistent, because that's the truth. Consistency is the mother of mastery, and doing 200 episodes over the last few years has definitely required me to be consistent. So I'm going to talk about my top five lessons, but like I said, you can apply this to many areas of life and business, wherever it is that you want to be more skilled, a master of, and definitely be more consistent at. So let's dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team, processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iheartmylifebooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. All right. So my first lesson is to make sure that there's a purpose to what it is that you are doing. 
When I started the I Heart My Life show, of course, I knew that there was a purpose and that purpose was inspiration. But I had to recommit to the purpose and also reevaluate it as we went along. Now, when the show first started, it was all interviews. So I would have guests on and I would interview them and obviously hope to inspire all of our listeners. But I think it was around um, the halfway point where I decided, you know what, I want to make sure that I'm also teaching. I want to make sure that our audience is hearing directly from me because I have a lot to share and I don't want all of my wisdom and everything I've learned that I'm passing on to my clients to only go to this small segment of people in the world. I want to get this message far and wide. And I started to follow along with other people I admired, people like David Nagel and other people who had shows where they were teaching. And I started to see that I could do it and that I could really impact people through my own voice. And it didn't have to just be an interview show. So really think about what it is that you're doing and make sure that there's an actual purpose. We also knew that there was a purpose in that it would be Um, an element of our marketing strategy. It would be a way to get the message out there, to get the company out there. It would be a way to get our courses and our programs into the hands of people who needed it. So really think about that thing that you're moving forward with and ask yourself, does this contribute to the bigger picture? Does this contribute to the vision? Or is this kind of just wasting time? Is there an actual purpose to this? Now, of course, you can take action and and complete projects that aren't necessarily going to impact the bottom line just because you love them. But for me, I knew the requirements of this endeavor and I knew what it was going to take to make it a success. So I had to be all in. I had to make sure that from a business perspective, it also made sense. So like I said, of course, your heart can be in it, but you also want to make sure if you are putting tons of time and effort and money into something, ask yourself, is this part of the bigger picture vision? Is this going to get me the ROI that I'm craving? And is there a purpose here? So that's definitely something I considered when I started the show. Now, the thing that really made a huge impact on the consistency of this show was getting people to help me. So that's going to lead me to lesson number two. When I realized this was something I definitely wanted to do and I wanted to go all in, I had to ask myself, okay, who do I need support from? Because I'm definitely not doing this on my own. I'm not going to be editing the episodes. I'm not going to be making the graphics. I'm not going to be writing the show notes. And in the beginning, we didn't have all the people that we have today. I was doing a lot of the writing. I was doing some of the graphic making. Um, But then I realized, again, as this grew and we started to do two episodes per week, not just one, that I really needed a lot of help from team members. So that's definitely something to ask yourself. If you're committed to the vision, you're going to go all in, you know there's a purpose, then who do you need to help you stay on track, to help you make this vision a reality? So within our team, we have multiple people. Like I said, we have somebody who does the copy and writes the show notes. We have someone who edits the podcast and makes sure it goes out seamlessly. We have VAs who help us make the graphics and who manage the whole project. Those VAs also help with outreach when I'm looking to schedule guests. So all these things are happening in the background. And really my role is to come up with content and to be the person delivering There are some times where we have guests 
podcast hosts like my husband, James, and some of our coaches on our team. But for the most part, I'm delivering. So I come up with the content and I really base the content on the strategy within our company. So if we have a launch coming up of a certain program, then I'm going to make sure that the content speaks to what people are going to learn in that program. And again, maybe you have a different sort of business model, but for me as a coach and consultant, I want to make sure that I'm speaking to our ideal client because ultimately this is a marketing channel. I absolutely love doing it. And so I'm blessed that the thing that's getting our message out there um, that I love to do is also our marketing strategy or part of our marketing strategy. But I want to be really honest and clear about that, that we really segment out our episodes and schedule them out based on what's going on within our company. So, you know, that really does pertain to another piece of getting people to help you. Maybe you have a marketing strategist on your team or you work with a business coach. Really think about the thing that you're doing and ask yourself, okay, how does this fit into the bigger picture? How does this fit in? We talked about it having a purpose. Does it have a purpose when it comes to our overall marketing strategy? And if you don't know how everything's kind of fitting together, then maybe you need somebody to help you to see that big picture and see where it slots in. Okay, so that's lesson number two, get people to help you. Lesson number three, at least from my perspective, is teach on what you love. So there are many times where, you know, I think to myself, okay, well, maybe we should have an episode on this. Maybe we should have an episode on that. But it doesn't feel aligned for me, and it's not actually exciting for me. So I made a commitment to myself that I would first and foremost choose topics that felt exciting to me, that felt inspirational to me. And that includes guests, right? So I want to have people on the show who actually inspire me. And this happened really recently, actually, for those of you who have been following along with the show, we did a whole series on the divine laws of prosperity. And that was actually inspired by one of my guests, Dr. J. I interviewed him and he literally just dropped the the name of that book in passing when he was talking about his morning routine, but it stuck with me. And I thought to myself, okay, well, this is something he reads on a regular basis, literally every morning, actually. So I'm going to pay attention to that because this is one of the most you know, interesting and and happiest people I've ever met and ever had the pleasure of having on this show. So, you know, let's, let's figure out what the secret is here. So I got that book and I devoured it. And then I realized, you know what, I need to do a whole series on this. And honestly, I was at this place where I didn't even care if anyone else listened to the podcast during that series. I had to do it for myself. And I think that's such an important, you know, key here. Think about the thing that you're doing and what your energy is when you're doing it. What energy are you bringing to it? Yes, there are days where I don't necessarily feel like doing it or I don't feel like um, you know, showing up, but I'm, oh, I'm so much more likely to show up and to have my heart into it. If I'm doing something I love, if I'm teaching on something that I love, if I'm speaking to guests who I'm excited by, and I feel really blessed to be able to have a show that not only inspires others, but also inspires me. But that is by design. That's not an accident. I chose to 
run this show and, and to present this show and produce it in a way that not only helps you, but also helps me. So every time I'm teaching, I'm reminding myself of really key things, of things that are important. You know, we teach what it is that we need to learn. There's a lot of my story that many of you know in terms of finances. I started my business with $30,000 in credit card debt and $90,000 in student loan debt. Well, as you can probably imagine, that led to me really wanting to understand money mindset, how the brain works, how you know we think about money and how that affects our reality. So when I discovered that I had a money story and that there was money mindset work, I was all in. And that has now become one of the major topics of this show and of my work in the world. So really think about what it is that you love to do. And if you are going to be consistent at something, then it really helps to make sure that your heart is 100% into it, okay? The next thing I would say is get organized. So that's lesson number four. Obviously, I've already mentioned that it's really important to have people on your team who can help you with this process. But one of the things that I realized very quickly was that this wasn't something that was naturally going to happen unless I scheduled it in. Now, the podcast itself, it requires a lot of energy from me to show up and deliver. It's not something where I can just do it on autopilot. Like I really need to bring my full self. And so I had to realize like everything needed to be super scheduled out. So we have a lot of processes happening behind the scenes where For example, we have a spreadsheet with all the dates, all the episode titles, you know, everything to keep us organized. And then within Asana, we have a whole project that literally maps out every single episode. I think we have 15 to 20 steps per episode that need to happen in order to get this thing out into the world. And so clearly that requires some scheduling. And so what I decided very early on was that I wanted to batch the podcast. I didn't want to just do an episode here and there. I wanted to schedule out certain days to make sure I was in flow and really in the right headspace to deliver my best material and to obviously give my best to the guests who I was interviewing. And so that's worked really well for me to pick a few days a month to batch all these these episodes. And I actually know a few colleagues who do it a little bit differently. They actually pick a week out of the quarter and they record all of their content in that one week. They don't do anything else in their business except for record those episodes. And then they're literally done for the whole quarter. So you can do this in a way that works for you. There's really no set way. But I do find that being scheduled is really the best thing that you can possibly do. And then, you know, in saying that, if you have guests or even if you're teaching, there are days where things aren't going to go as planned. So give yourself some breathing room. Don't plan to release an episode the very next day um, if, you know, that's not going to be possible for you. And for most people, it's not, especially if you have other team members. So for us, we have to be super organized because there's other people who are relying on me to record episodes at a certain time. So think about that domino effect of you delaying your episode And really think about what you can do to set yourself up for success and make sure it's delivered in a timely fashion. All right, lesson number five, celebrate. 
As you heard me say at the beginning of this episode, this is not something that I've done a great job at, I have to admit, Uh, especially when it comes to this episode. I didn't even think that it was a big deal. But if you're going to be consistent at anything, your mind needs to know that you are doing a great job. We don't just wait until we get to episode 1000 to celebrate. Otherwise, the journey is going to be very uneventful. It's going to feel very heavy. Basically, our mind likes to be rewarded every step of the process. And so we need to make some um, conscious effort to remind ourselves how well we're doing, to praise ourselves, to show love to ourselves, and to celebrate ourselves. Otherwise, the mind is like, why am I doing this? I haven't gotten any sort of validation. There hasn't been any pleasure here. It's just you know, work after work after work, and it's feeling really heavy. So this really pertains to anything that you're doing. So maybe you hit a milestone when it comes to weight loss, or maybe you had, you have a two week launch and you decide you're going to celebrate every single day versus just waiting until the very end. So all of those celebrations along the journey, they're going to contribute to even better results because when we see ourselves doing a great job and we acknowledge that and we praise ourselves, that shifts our energy, which means we have more energy to put into the process. We'll get results faster. Obviously, we'll be happier and we'll attract even more incredible things to us because of the frequency that we're on. So again, I had to remind myself to celebrate. It's not necessarily a natural thing for me, even after all these years, even after in all of our programs, we have something called Celebration Fridays. Still is not a natural thing for me because I'm such a worker bee and I tend to be really hard on myself. So again, when you have those people around you who are helping you, they can remind you of this, but definitely make sure if you're looking to be consistent in something and if you're looking to go the distance and you know really go all in on something that's a bigger project and more of a long game, something like a podcast is definitely more of a long game, then you're going to want to celebrate every single step, whether it's the amazing podcast guest, whether it's delivering your first teaching episode, whether it's batching content, whether it's hitting a big milestone, whatever it may be, make sure you are celebrating yourself. All right, those are my top five lessons after 200 episodes of the I Heart My Life show. And I just want to take a second to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. Whether you literally just found us or you've been with us since the very beginning, I appreciate you. And I hope you'll continue to listen because there's so much more to come. We have some amazing episodes in store for you. We have some teaching, some guests, some surprises along the way. And I know it's literally just going to get even better from here. So once again, thank you so much for listening to the show. And I'll talk to you next time. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the I Heart My Life show. Now do us a favor and tell people about this episode. It's truly our duty to make sure that the I Heart My Life movement is spread far and wide. The truth is life can be challenging, but it is possible for all women to love themselves and their lives. And while you're at it, send a link to this episode to three of your friends today, or maybe even post it on social media. Use the hashtag I Heart My Life show. That's hashtag I hurt my life show. And if you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review this podcast on Apple podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on and leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help. And I read all of them. 
Please remember everything you desire is meant for you and possible. Keep showing up, taking action, and believing in your dreams.